0: Doom bit. Doom doom, doom, doom bit, doom doom bit, doom bit, doom doom bit, doom bit, this is the Hoffcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Hoffcast. It's been a minute. <laughs> I think that should be the new name of the podcast is it's been a minute. With Nick Hoff, <laughs> sorry guys, checking in. Uh, things are moving. Th- time. That's <laughs> that's one thing that people say is no matter what is going on, no matter how bad things are happening in your world, no matter no matter uh, you know the the pain that you feel or the uh, the worry that is inside your head about something coming up, is time will pass. That's, um, I forget who told me that, um, I was going on stage and I was like, how am I going to fill, you know, it was early on in my stand-up career. How, how, how am I going to fill 10 minutes? Like first time doing 10 minutes, like the first time you get on stage, you got to do five. You're going, I've got two. How am I going to do five? And then all of a sudden you get a seven minute set book. You're like seven that I only had two and now it's an additional five, and you go, how am I going to talk up there for seven minutes? How is that even possible? And now looking back, you give me seven minutes. I'm like, how am I going to compress everything down to seven? But early on, you go, how am I going to stretch? How am I going to just noodle this, this these two jokes that I have to get it out to seven minutes? And then you do 10. You do 10. And I remember somebody told me, no matter what you're doing on stage, time will pass at the same rate that it always does. There's going to be 60 seconds in a minute, and you're going to have to do 10 of those. And that time is the same whether you're juggling or singing or sleeping. That time will be the same. Time will pass. You'll be up there, and t- you can hum, and time will pass. And that's kind of a, you know, it's not a bad way of looking at it. It's kind of scary, too. Time is unstoppable. And I don't look at it as one of these. Uh, time is the uh, like fifth dimension or whatever it is, where you go. Phew. We're trying to access time is linear, and, and you're just jumping timeline. Like I don't subscribe to all that notion, but but time will pass. We are we are finite here on this planet, and eventually our time will be up. And so you got to live the moment. What does this become a freaking motivational speech? No. It's not motivational. Time is moving on. It's October. The weather is changing. Or, dude, early on in October, out here in California, we had a bit of a heat wave. A heat, heat wave, and um, and we all got text messages from the quote unquote governor or whatever whatever entity sent out that text message, like, "Hey guys, we're having a heat wave. The grid is stressed." So, if you could, everybody do their part. Everybody just, uh, you know, turn off the lights, turn off your air conditioners, you know, we'll get through it together. And you're like, shut up. The grid is stressed. The grid is meant to take my air conditioner. Okay. I have an air conditioner for when it gets hot. Okay. It is hot. I prefer to use my air conditioner. Don't use the grid. Is to rest. And then somebody, somebody that lives in our complex, I, I, I would have thought that he was kind of like the uh, hippy dippy doodah, like uh, go, you know, uh, all all this change and uh, get electric vehicles and stuff. No, he hates electric vehicles. I ran into him in our place, and he was like all those electric cars that's what it is like he looks i think he's a teacher at one of the universities here he just looks like he'd be a hippie dippy you know like we're eating organic and and spreading you know mud on our face instead of washing our hair type guy <laughs> he's like no it's the it's these uh, electric cars that are stressing the grid everybody's plugging in instead of getting gas that's the problem we're, we're not built for that and i don't know if that's true i don't like yeah they're Probably will be other problems like all these people getting Teslas and stuff like that. And you hear about the batteries that are actually worse for the environment. I have done none of the research on my own. I'm just regurgitating things that I've heard. So it may be way off base. It may be way off base. Okay. So don't hold me to anything, but he—he he was all up in arms about uh, the electric vehicles stressing out the grid. Oh, the poor grid, the poor grid. It's stressed. It just try. It's doing the best it can, but everyone's yelling at it, turning it on the air conditioner. and the grid is stressed. Well, don't worry, grid. Time will pass. Okay, the seconds will turn to minutes, which will turn to hours. Days upon weeks to months, years before you know it, the grid is passed on, and it's a baby grid who's replacing it. Um. Anyway, I thought that was ridiculous that the government was like, "Just Gu- guys, 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 guys could you please, please, please turn off your turn off your stuff, please? Don't don't play PlayStation, please." No, I'm going to use it. <laughs> and If the whole thing blows, then I'm going to blame you. I'm not going to take any responsibility. I'm not. I, I think there are things in this world where we, if we all do our part, uh, we can impact change. Turning off my air conditioner when it's 98 degrees and we're all sweating inside the house and having a hard time sleeping. This is not one of those times. OK, <laughs> I'm going to do my part to stress the grid. Anyway, time is passing. It's it's October. We're, we're well into October. And um Yeah. I've been traveling a lot, doing a lot of comedy. I pff, I screwed up. I, I can't believe it doesn't happen more often. Actually, ah oh, man, I uh, so oftentimes when I fly when I fly easterly, I have to fly out middle of the night because I can't leave at eight in the morning. Especially if I have to connect somewhere, I can't leave at eight in the morning because now that's that's ten o'clock in uh, central. That's eleven o'clock eastern. And now if I'm gonna fly three hours to dallas we're looking at 2 p.m and then if i have to fly to philly that's an additional two and a half hours so now we're looking at 4 30 when i land you know half hour to get off the plane get the uber or whatever to the hotel i'm now looking at five o'clock any delay and i'm missing shows so when i go east i gotta fly out you know got to fly out middle of the night you know leaving somewhere between 11 and 1 a.m. 11 p.m and 1 a.m is typically what i'm doing and uh, you know because flying east from the west coast you can't fly out you can't fly out like 10 because you're not going to be able to land anymore because they have zoning restrictions where you can't planes aren't just landing at all hours of the night you can't land a plane at 3 a.m you know flying over residential neighborhoods they'll lose their mind so it's like 6 a.m. is like the earliest that you get most places so you gotta leave I, I think going to Dallas sometimes I leave at 1 a.m and so what that's 3 a.m and then like three hours there to get there is we're looking at six yeah so uh I, I So I booked these tickets where it's this weird, like I need to be there on the 7th, but I got to leave on the 6th or I'm leaving on the 7th to get, you know, it's, it's this weird thing where you're like constantly doing math inside your head of the midnight, you know, the shift in time, like technically I can buy a ticket for the 7th, but leave at 12.01 AM. And so anyway, I was flying, I was flying to Nebraska at shows, um, in Nebraska and I uh I booked the wrong day I booked the wrong day and I didn't find out until Wednesday when all of a sudden late at night I get this email do do time to check in for your flight and you go what that's a that's too early that's that's a day early and I looked and I was like oh damn it I bought for the wrong day ah and so now I'm like struggling oh shoot Okay, I can't. Can I do that? No, I can't. Okay, now what do I have to do? Now I got to go cancel the flight, look for other flights. Oh, of course, they're way more expensive. You know, wouldn't wouldn't want to like help anybody out that has last minute travel plans. Screw you! Didn't plan ahead. Yes, I did. I just didn't do the math correctly in my head. So now I'm spending extra money on a flight that is a worse time now. And I and, uh, you know, the original flight, I probably could have bought it for two hundred dollars cheaper. But now doing that, trying to rearrange everything, you know, canceling flights, using that coupon code for the next one, you know, as a whole song and dance. But it all worked out. I got I got there, you know, way, way less money in my pocket. But that's that's what they got you. So I went to Nebraska, did uh, did a show at a brewery there. It was a fun time in Seward. I'd never done Seward before. It's I, I thought it was... I, I never knew where this town was. Like i, I known it my whole life. Had family that live there. We played them in football. But it was just kind of... I didn't know exactly where it was. So, yes, you know, not that far out of Lincoln. And uh, did a show. Had a blast. Uh, packed house. So thank you for everybody that came out to see that show. And I really just selfishly booked that show because I wanted to go to the Husker game. Those of you that uh, listen to the podcast, you know that I'm a big Nebraska football fan, and I went to school in Indiana. So my buddy and I, who we went to college together, always talk about, well, we'll go to a Husker game when they're playing the Hoosiers. And this was the year. This was the year. So I booked a show on Friday so I could go to the game on Sunday and had a blast had a blast at the game as a night game, so they did the light show with Thunderstruck and all that. Although, I will say that the timing of the light flashes was a little off. A little off. Like, as a show, I'm like, come on, guys. You know, you're trying to go the lights on and off with the thunder. Oh. Like, those lights should go with that. But they were a little late. Now... I get it. I get it. It's a huge stadium. I, the lights aren't like, uh, you know, flicking on and off a light switch, probably. It's probably some guy back at this giant lever, like, so he's a little behind. That's all I'm saying. Figure it out. Figure it out. Give people uh, give people the full experience of something that's a well-produced thing. But it's cool, nevertheless. It's a cool light show. They put the, these lasers on the field and stuff like that. It's cool for the kids, uh, cool for the players and the and the fans. So that was awesome. And Huskers got the win, which was beautiful. It is <laughs> that that comes at a premium these days. So he gets a win. My friend, who's a Hoosier fan, he wasn't stoked, but he knew the deal. He knew he was going into uh, a, a land full of big red fans so he he, he was fully prepared he was a good sport about it so had fun there and this is oof, this is where we realize not getting that time is passing that's going to be the theme of today's podcast time passes regardless because we are getting oh this is one of my college buddies adam drake great man the drake love the drake and um and we you know we used to stay up all hours of the night having a blast and (laughs) we go to a night game this thing gets over at let's say nine and we wait a little bit for traffic to die down we had been tailgating so it wasn't it wasn't a short day um but you know thing gets over at nine we had uh We head to Omaha because that's where we're flying out of. So we're staying in Omaha. And in my mind, when I'm booking everything, in my mind, I think we'll get to Omaha and we'll probably we'll probably want to go out and do something, you know, grab a drink at a bar or something, you know, people be celebrating and it'd be fun to be in Omaha. I got a couple of buddies in Omaha. We could hang out and then, you know, go to bed at 1 a.m. Who cares if I got to fly out at five? Who cares? Like I I go without sleep all the time. So I'm thinking that, you know, this is what we're going to do. Not a shot. <laughs> Not a shot. We get to Omaha. First of all, you know, it takes a little bit longer to get out of Lincoln after a game and and get there. And we finally get there and we're looking around. We're going, eh, should we should we go out? Kind of, you know, we wanted to tuck more fun into it, but we were both obviously tired. So we're like, ah, we'll go. There's a like a gas station here right next to the hotel, this airport hotel and uh what you know what we'll just we'll just grab a beer there drink it in our room watch highlights from football there's still maybe a couple of west coast games going on so we'll do that instead of going to a bar we don't need to do that we'll just hang out we want to just talk anyway so we'll do that dude we bought the tiniest bottle not the tiniest bottle but like whatever the small bottle of whiskey is like not the not like the little airplane shooter but like the next one i don't know if that's a fifth or what that is but it's you know, you can get two to three drinks out of there, maybe four. I don't know what it is, but it's like the small bottle. It's something an alcoholic buys. <laughs> it's it's behind the counter. It's for alcoholics. <laughs> this is the amount that a guy can just walk around in his pocket, pull out. It's flask size. You guys are yelling at your radios right now, <laughs> yelling into your headphones like, hey, moron, this is what it is. Uh, I don't care. Um, so we buy that. We go back. We pour it. I take one step. I was like, I, you know, it's one of those moments where you're like, just tired. You're just tired. And you're drinking to like tie on to something. But what do you do? Like we had been drinking beer during the tailgate. So I had already gotten my buzz and then come down on that from the game. Cause they don't allow drinking inside more Memorial stadium. So you are like coming down off that eating heavy foods. We're eating hot dogs and nachos and stuff. And, uh, And you're cheering at the game. Now you're tired. We're not spring chickens anymore. And so, like, I take one sip, and I'm just, like, laying there. We're, like, drinking whiskey and eating corn nuts. I take one sip. I'm like, "Uh, I'm just going to drink water, I think. (laughs) And and we, you know, watch a little bit of football, talk, go to bed. And here's the thing. So he landed first. So he got the rental car. Yeah, I was like, I'll get the hotels. You get the rental car. And uh, so we're airport hotel. So I know there's a shuttle, that and I I book the shuttle the night before. I go, hey, I need a shuttle. I need my flight's at five, so I need to. Be, I'm not checking any bags. I just need to go at like four, or whatever it is. And uh, they're like, great, we got you down. Just be here five minutes before four. So it's eh, midnight. I'm falling asleep. I know I'm got eh, three ish hours to sleep. And, uh, so night, man, have a safe flight. I'll see you. He's going to drive the rental car back. I'm going to take that little shuttle and, uh, and I, you know, pass out whenever you have very little to sleep. That alarm comes so fast. You swear, you swear that you just closed your eyes, right? You, you're like, how is that the alarm already? Like you're just starting to get into solid sack time and now all of a sudden, and I haven't found a good alarm that I like. And it's blaring, and ah, you, oh, you, you turn it off because you don't want to wake him up. So you get up and and grab your stuff. Probably didn't pack the night before, so you're still throwing stuff into your suitcase, and um, I drag my ass down to the to the lobby, and, and and the lady who was still the same lady that was working when we got there. So you know she's like the night shift person. You know came in at eleven or whatever it is, and is there till eight or seven, whatever. So same lady that I booked the shuttle with, and she looked at me and she's just sitting down, and she goes, "You here for the shuttle?" I, yeah, yeah, I am. Bad news. You're like what? What are you talking? Bad news. Yeah, because I'm up early, can't find the keys. This is what she says to me, sitting down, like having a cup of coffee. She's sitting in the like food area, like where you would where breakfast is going to be in a couple of hours. She's sitting there, not behind the desk and definitely not up looking for keys. That's what for sure. What would you say? Can't find the keys. The key to the shuttle. Can't find the keys to the shuttle. Why? Get up. Where are they? L- let's look. Let's have a look-see-poo. <laughs> like, why are you sitting there telling me bad news at 4 a.m. that you can't find the shuttle keys? This is why I booked this hotel, because it has a shuttle to the airport. We are five minutes from the airport. This is why I'm here, because I'm flying out. Can't find the keys. Get up. Get up. There's a guy standing there, too. He's the shuttle driver. Can't find the keys. Let's. I will help you look. Where are the keys? Let's let's look. Nope, they're not looking. They're just sitting there. Bad news. What are you talking about? Bad news Okay. You got a shuttle driver here. What's he got? A Ford Taurus? I'll hop in that. Take me to the airport. Okay? I did not leave. I'm not one of these people that leaves a lot of time, right? I'm not one of these people like let me get to the airport two hours ahead, just to be safe. No. If I can walk up as they're making last call, I've said this before. If I can walk up and they're like, last call, we're about to shut the door, and I skate on, beautiful. Um, And so just take whatever. I don't care. I don't need to ride in the little church van there, okay? Just, you know, pop me in. No, none of that. So I go, okay. Um, You know, there are several hotels right there. I was like, do you know if one of the other hotels has a shuttle? They're like our shuttle takes all four hotels here to the airport and now i'm thinking listen it's 4 a.m i'm the only person here this is not a huge problem right now in the scope of things but in a couple hours you're gonna have 20 people down here trying to get to the airport find the damn keys like don't give me this oh oh well shucks i guess we're out of skim milk like it's not that find the keys we gotta go and uh, nobody's looking for these damn keys. I'm sitting there. So now, I, immediately, I'm like, okay, I'll call an Uber. And you know, by the way, if you can't find the keys and the you know the guy doesn't want to take me in his Taurus, here, here, least you could do. Here's the number of a cab company. Here's the number. And by the way, I think it'd be nice if they picked up the cab tab, the cab tab. But I'm not pushing it. But you know, help me a little bit. It's four in the morning. I'm out of town. Help me a little. Get to the. Get to the airport. None. Bad news. Can't find the keys. What you gonna do? You (laughs) know, keys. They sometimes walk away. None. So I'm looking for an Uber. 4 a.m. Omaha, Nebraska. Uber. There's one. He's 22 minutes away. Okay. If he gets here 22 minutes, it's only five minutes to the airport. I will still make my flight probably. But 22 minutes is scary. And uh, so I'm sitting there waiting uber five minutes goes by still 22 minutes away this guy's not moving he is asleep in his car wherever the hell he is and i'm going oh damn it and you know at this point i'm like maybe i'm gonna have to go i would get about to look for cab companies i'm about to go out into the street and just like put up my thumb and start walking and uh this guy comes down he looks like he's looking for the shuttle the dude walks down tired it's you know whatever it is 415 now and and uh and I go, are you waiting for the shuttle? And he goes, no, waiting for my buddy with a car. I'm like, really? Because uh, I'm waiting for the shuttle. They can't find the keys. Do you think, and this is, I'm not afraid to ask. It is still kind of a hat in hand moment, but I'm not afraid to ask. I said, do you think maybe I could uh, catch a ride? That they're not, the shuttle's not going because they can't find the keys. Do you think I could possibly catch a ride to the airport? I would be so appreciative. He goes, uh, probably. I'll have to ask my buddy. He's the one with the car. Okay, all right, cool. And I'm not being pushy. Time is moving. I, and I wanted to show him, like, I, I'm, take, I'm proactive here. I'm, I have an Uber waiting. I show him the, I have an Uber, but he's not getting any closer. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, about five minutes later, the his buddy comes down, and he's like, you ready to go? And the guy goes, yeah, this guy, <laughs> like, boys, I'm just this guy. I'm this homeless person, essentially. Like, anywhere else, and I'm homeless. Uh, in Nebraska, people are very kind and they look at me and they have kind eyes and they're like, Oh, that guy, that guy's not a bad guy. <laughs> you know, he, he probably stayed here tonight. And I did, I stayed in this hotel. I'm not some vagrant walking on off the street. Their shuttle's not taking anybody because they can't find the keys. They're not looking for the keys, but I, I don't want to be a dick. And I'm like, Hey, yeah, uh, the shuttle's not working. Do you think you, I could snag a ride with you? Do you have room? And he goes, uh, yeah, yeah, that should be fine. He's hesitant, but, you know, stranger, stranger danger, right? <laughs> this is an odd duck here. And uh, okay, yeah, there's two of us. Wanna he- it'll probably be okay. All right, yeah, let's go. And so uh, I hop in. Take me to the airport. You know, I walk with them through the like rental area. It's like a five-minute walk to get to the thing. And uh, couldn't be nicer, guys. Couldn't be nicer, dudes. They were there. They were at the game. They were there for work. So I want to give a shout-out, shout-out, big shout-out to the Big Ten Network's own Mark and Kevin. Uh, I th- one of them, I think, is production. The other one, uh, I think, is an on-air radio-slash-TV personality. Uh, I think Kevin is a personality uh on the Big 10 network. So thank you guys for hooking me up with a ride. I got there was able to get through security in time and get on the flight. And so thanks guys. Really appreciate the ride. You didn't have to do that. Uh no thanks to the hotel there in Nebraska. Holy crap. You know what? I give a shout out to the Big 10 should I out? Should I out the hotel that did it like she took down my name. She's like, "Let me let me take down your name." So I know who didn't get the shuttle, you know, because if I complain, they probably have a little thing by my name like, yeah, he didn't get the thing. I, I could probably get like a 20 percent discount or something. But it's, that seems like a like a shoddy thing to do. Right. To go complain to like what I'm going to spend 15 minutes making a call to say, hey, the, the, you didn't find a key. Like that's a human mistake. The biggest thing was they weren't looking for the keys which bummed me like if if they couldn't find them and they were actively I could see them looking for the keys you know that's a human mistake yeah i misplace things all the time dang it yeah at least you're looking at least you're helping me in some way but just sitting there like so now if i call and complain that's my beef and i'm just getting them in trouble like i don't want to get them in trouble i wish i wish they had been better at customer service but that's just the reality of it right now right like people don't want to work. <laughs> and so there's the, there's the deal. Um, anyway, it restored my faith in humanity. Mark and Kevin from the big 10 network. Thank you so much. If anybody knows these cats, um, I, I sent them a message. I found them on, uh, on social media and sent them each a message, but they did not see it or didn't respond or whatever. So whatever, Mark and Kevin, thank you guys for getting me to the airport on time. I made my flight, was able to get back to my family. So that's nice. Um, And, uh, yeah, yeah, time moves on. Time moves on, you guys. So it was beautiful getting back to Nebraska. I got to see some family, some friends. Huskers were victorious, which was great. I hope we see more of that this year. Um, And still have a few dates left this year. By the way, guys, huge tour announcement coming up for next year. I'm lining up tons of dates right now. It's going to be a huge it's going to be a whole deal. So buckle up, kids. Okay, buckle up. This thing is going to be a blowout, um, and I'm uh, I'm going to be everywhere. So you you think you're listening to this? You go, I never comes to never comes to Oregon, or yeah, this guy I've been listening to him for years now, and he uh, doesn't get to Rhode Island. Guess what? I'm going to be everywhere. So buckle up. Get ready. I'm going to try and get all the dates in line or at least 90 percent of them in line by early December to make this announcement. So stay tuned. Uh, There should be at least one podcast before that. I'm going to I'm going to do better about the podcast, too. Um, And uh, still still this is Episode 109, still missing Episode 100. That will come. Just just hang in there, kids, Um, and don't stay at the uh, airport hotel near Omaha. And uh, if so, tell them Nick said hi. And hopefully, there's some kindly people that will take you to the airport. Uh, rest of this year, oh, I've got some shows. It feels like all I'm doing is a couple of states. I've been to Idaho like three times, and I've been to Nebraska a bunch. Like, I seemingly am going to the same place. I'm going to do some shows in Omaha, Henry Dorley Zoo. I, they're not posting anything about those shows. I wonder if it's just already sold out. Or if it's just for their like large patrons or whatever it is, so no information on those shows. But I will be coming back to Nebraska next year. You can bank on that. So stay tuned. I'll have a bunch of new material, and uh, I'll talk to you guys soon. In the meantime, don't forget to doom, doom, bip, whatever you do, doom, doom bip.